0: Do you want to meet Corey Feldman and Jameson Newlander, the real Frog Brothers? Join us, the Frog Brothers podcast, August 20th and 21st in San Antonio, Texas, for the Summer of Santa Carla, presented by Kings of Horror. Help celebrate the 35th anniversary of one of our favorite films, The Lost Boys. With screenings, autographs, artists, vendors, oddities, readings, comics, food, and more. Plus your favorite podcast hosts, Alec, Justin, and Nick. Go to socialrevoltstore.com for tickets and be sure to follow Kings of Horror on Instagram for updates. Looking to win tickets? Listen to the Frog Brothers Podcast from now until the event and be sure to follow us on all of our social media accounts for more chances to win. At Frog Bros Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter. We'll see you in Texas. Yeehaw! Hi, I'm Jameson Newlander, Alan Frog from the Lost Boys, and you're watching the Frog Brothers Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's
1: will we do doing on and from a spooky
0: go?
2: It's refreshment time, folks. Are either one of these any good? Do, do you like scary movies? I don't watch like movies. I have to return some videotapes.
0: You have a TV? No. I just like to read the TV guide. Read the TV guide. I don't need a TV. Books, records, films, these things matter. Call me shallow. It's the fucking truth. Over 1,600 titles. Each were rented just $2 the
1: first night. And only... Oh. A- <laughs> I don't watch TV. Yeah, but you are aware that there's an invention called television, and
2: on this invention, they show shows, right? Watch a few movies, take a few notes. Okay, on channels 18, 24,
0: 63, and weather Welcome to the Frog Brothers Podcast, with your hosts, Justin and Alec.
2: hello and welcome to another special episode of the frog bros podcast my name's justin
0: hi i'm alec and i'm nick
2: and tonight's special guest is tim lottie from lottie art or tim lottie inc lottie inc on social media is there let me make sure i get it right um,
1: team laddie team Lottie on social media laddie,
2: yeah. yeah yeah follow him if you're not already you've already seen him on the show a couple of times before highly regarded in our circle very talented artist. You may have a sticker with his art on it of us that he kindly, uh, kindly threw our way. So expect to see more art from him for us in the future. Uh, but tonight, man, we got to talk about it. I haven't had to throw on the old school. Uh, you can't really see it here, but it's the shirt. Pizza Dude's got
0: 37.
2: <laughs> we had to go old school here because you are inking and drawing the Ninja Turtles series for idw right now with eric burnham writing and what's is that what's that is that does teenage mutant ninja turtles simple title like that
1: so it'll be remember how um eric and dan were doing the gi joe series so this is going to be like saturday morning adventures so you're just going back to that that pure incarnation that you would see every saturday morning or whatever it was so it's classic ninja turtles from 1987.
2: that's awesome man and i could only imagine landing that as the art gig because i mean I know I grew up drawing those turtles all the time, like, you know, every, every day. I mean, people figured out how to draw that turtle head, man. And like, we'd sit there and draw it through class all the time and get in trouble for it. So.
1: Well, that's what I said on that post I made when I finally, when we were finally able to announce it, I was just like, man, I was drawing this on my friggin' Magna Doodle 30 something years ago. You know what I mean? Like, this is like the earliest, the first things I was drawing and y'all got it right there. First things I ever drew were sharks. Ghost and like Ninja Turtles because I was obsessed with Jaws, like, totally obsessed with Jaws. I used to pretend my bed was the orca and all that stuff. Um, so yeah, dude, it's I don't know, it's weird to be honest. (laughs) Like, it's just weird. Um, like, it's awesome. Um, I became buddies with Steve Levine, who basically is the first Mirage employee. Um, it's who they based Michelangelo on. And just over the last year, me and him have buddied up and, um, dude, he's just, he's just awesome, and we worked on, he asked me to help him with the Shredder's Revenge, we're doing the deluxe box art for Shredder's Revenge, which should be out this week, Um, we're just waiting on Nickelodeon to approve it, and then as that's all going on, Tom Waltz is like, hey man, you want to do some turtle samples, and I'm like, yup, and he's like, do it in the Fred Wolf style from the old cartoon, and he didn't really tell me what it was, but I mean, I kind of you know, put pieces together and I got like super aggressive and I'm just like, dude, what's up? Like, what's up? What do you, what do you need me to do? What do I, what do I need to draw? And I kept just sending in samples. Um, I was hoping to get cover work. Cause I just kind of assumed Dan and Eric were going to be doing it. Um, like it felt like, I, I don't know. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know what Dan's working on right now. So I don't know how I ended up here to be honest with you. Um, Cause that seemed like the no brainer. So I don't know.
2: Are you talking about the video game? Yeah.
1: So yeah, Shredder's Revenge that just came out, there's going to be a deluxe box set. And there's like, so the idea was that it was going to be designed like an old toy box. So they went and got the original guy that was doing the toy art, Steve Levine. Um, And so one of them is going to be like a VHS cassette. And then the box itself that everything comes in, is going to have a Shredder figure, all kinds of like stickers, a book that was supposed to be like a toy thing. And so Steve Levine designed this awesome, almost like, remember when Star Wars, uh, Power of the Force 2, did the like expanded universe where yeah. he just kind of looked to the side, here with some other stuff. So it's kind of almost like that. Like what if there was just another playset set that went with your vintage turtle toys and he called it dead end alley. And we thought the deadline was going to be like, we needed to get it done like now um, and so he brought me on board and I just kind of took it and like ran with it. And y'all will see it when it comes out, hopefully very, very soon. Um, but dude, just added all kinds of elements from the old playset. Like it's got the fire hydrant, it's got the poles that they would swing on and stuff like that. But it feels like it could be an extension of it where you just hook the sewer pipes together. Um, Nickelodeon doesn't want it to look like that. So we had to change a bunch of things. Um, but either way, that was the game plan. You'll, you'll be able to tell, you'll see. Awesome. And so I ended up, that's how I ended up with him. Uh,
2: is that up for sale? Is that up for pre-order anywhere? Or is that already sold out?
1: It's pre-order right now. And they only supposedly have a week left. I assume they're going to extend it. Okay. Um, just to reveal the box art. So gonna, we, I turned it in about a week and a half ago. So I'm waiting on Nickelodeon. to going right. be okay.
2: We had a good time playing through that last weekend at Jerry's. It's a pretty good game. Yeah, I didn't buy it yet because I missed out on game night and I was like looking at it the other day and I didn't have just enough credits on my Switch account or my Nintendo account. I was like, ah, I gotta buy another gift card or whatever to throw in there and restock that and I was like, well, if there's a physical release though because hmm. some of them do just like the card release and I'm like, yeah, I don't necessarily care about the card, but if you got the whole bang with it, that's money well spent. Especially- right,
1: that's what I'm I'm trying to get them to put the comics in there. I'm like, dude, we should put the IDW book in there or something, you know? Uh, oh, yeah. Or maybe do an exclusive, but Dude, when, that's another thing I'm learning through this whole process Like with Ghostbusters Everything was like pretty simple You know what I mean? You're only dealing with one person over there at Ghost Corps at the time And then Tom and ev- everybody else was like really chill and laid back And when you get over to Nickelodeon I think there's just way more
2: Corporate politics way more
1: hands involved, right? You're right, yeah There's just a lot more going on
2: I get it, you know, it's IP They really want to baby that Because obviously Turtles has never ever stopped It's always been going since it started Right. We've had little Dude, there to redo reiterations and different series, but it's it's never ending.
1: Like what's what's up there as far as an intellectual property goes, like what, like Star Wars, Batman, you know, like we're going on 40 years here where this thing is just like you said, never went away. It's just changed for each generation every 10 years when the kids go to high school, new Ninja Turtles comes out, you know, yeah, um, it's pretty wild.
2: Yeah, I mean, I even, even when I stopped watching the series, I'd still play the games because they're always a blast. You know, I think it was the early 2000s, like that iteration of the cartoon, like I got the game on PlayStation 2, and that was a blast. And so um, that's pretty amazing that, you know, they're still doing it. And But being the, being the guy that gets to go in the time machine and go back to that old school 1987 Turtles, though, man, what was the first thing you drew in that style for the project or like for your pages to kind of go through the approval process?
1: So my sample pages were, they were just like, um, man, I'm trying to think what was, it was just like random stuff. So it was kind of like one of the turtles coming out of the turtle van. I did, I'm obsessed with toys. You can't see it. Like, it's funny. The other wall is just, you know, knickknacks everywhere, but behind me is none of that. But so it's them dropping some of those uh, laugh bombs and stuff. Um, I think it was like a picture of Casey, a picture of April. I'll post it just like random Hey, I can get the style down. I can get like the vibe down. And then Tom kind of gave me encouraging words. You got to imagine these dudes are getting emails like all day long. You know what I mean? So they just hit you with a couple sentences. Um, and I'm just like, man, it's Ninja Turtles, dude. Like, let's let's be a little more aggressive than I, knew, than I normally am. And um, I sent in more samples. And so I took the Krang box and I redid that with in the animated style. Right. Um, and then I started getting feedback from Nickelodeon through Tom and IDW. And that's when I kind of was like, OK, I was like, OK, this might be getting serious. But I'm still thinking Dan's probably going to be the artist. Right. Because, like I said, it's a no brainer. Um, but I guess he was doing G.I. Joe. I, I don't really know. I don't know what happened. But somehow the luck of the draw, it, it just kind of was like getting more and more obvious. And then he was just like, yeah, man, like you're going to be the artist on the book if you want it. And I'm like, okay, like, what? Um, yeah, so here we are.
2: That's awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean, when I saw that announcement, I was like, oh, man, we got to talk to Tim about this? Because this
0: awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, that's incredible. Yeah. Just That teaser art, that poster that they threw up with all this, it's like, oh, man. I You know, when I saw Kevin Eastman start sharing it on his Facebook stuff, too, and on his Instagram, I was like, damn. You know, because he's still heavy in the game and the Turtles, man, his love is, like, back better than ever, so...
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I was able to meet him a few years ago. My buddy, Tim Stoder, does like an incredible show out here. We just, man, we hung out with Steve Levine all weekend. Um, Jim, uh, oh my God. I just had lunch with him today, dude. Swearegen, the guy that designed all the Kenner Star Wars toys early on. He was in the toys that made it. Dude, I'm at friggin' Atomic Burger with Steve Levine, Michelangelo, and Jim Swearegen, the guy that created all the uh, Star Wars toys for Kenner and we're, like, eating burgers, and it's just, like, I'm looking at Stodard, my buddy, and I'm just, like, dude, like, what is going on right now, you know, like, this is so weird, we're talking about, like, putting the the trap door in the do back, and he, he, I I don't know, dude, it's just, like, so surreal, um, and then we, we were going to dinner with Jim Shooter all weekend from Marvel, and just watching him, like, big ball it, you know, like, just, (laughs) just be like Jim Shooter, so, um, I don't know. I, I kind of went off on a tangent there. But yeah, dude, it's uh, it's cool, man.
2: That's awesome. So you've got, I think they announced at least a four ser- four issues to start this thing. So Yeah,
1: so it'll be four issues. Um, and like we were just talking about before we got on here, the idea is that if it does well, it could go ongoing. So that's obviously my hope um, and that they would have me back. Hopefully I do a good enough job that they have me back. I've read Eric's, at least the first script, and I know like the premises for uh, probably about seven or eight other issues. Um, Dude, again, we were just talking about this before. He just gets it, man. Like he's just, he's one of us. He's from that era and he just understands these characters. Um, It's cool. It's really cool.
2: That's amazing. I'm looking forward to seeing all those. So, and you're doing the covers, and you're doing the whole shebang right now, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
2: That's amazing, uh, man. That that alone is going to throw you on the circuit. There, I noticed that you have been doing some con shows and stuff like that. How have those been going for you?
1: Um, well, we just did the one this weekend. Like I was talking about Stodard Con, and now I'm thinking about doing more. There's actually a Ninja Turtle one out in New Hampshire that Levine was talking about, and um, it's in September. And the book comes out in September, so it just feels like a no-brainer.
2: Oh yeah, like,
1: I should try to go there. Um, you know, you're gonna have to shove me onto a plane. I don't like flying that much, but you know. <laughs> but I was just like, you gotta go, man.
2: Yeah, do the con exclusive cover of that issue one for that release over there. You know.
1: Right, right. Um, we were talking about that earlier as well. So that is uh, that's the game plan. Definitely need to get out a bit more. You just get stuck when you're doing this kind of work, man. You just get in your own... I call it the lat cave. Like, I just sit in here and just zone out all day, watch, like, Gundam Wing or, you know, anime and stuff like that. I don't know.
2: Well, I like seeing your background here. It, like, fits perfectly well at the video store over here at Alex Joint, so...
1: Oh, dude, he knows I'm jealous of it, but yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I need to up my game.
2: You can't see it, but across the room from us, like we've got this whole like rack of like the kids' movies and the clamshell cases and stuff too. It looks awesome. Yeah. So
1: Well, we're all trying to like live that nostalgia. I don't know. We're like a weird generation, man. Like I don't think our parents were like this. Or maybe they were and they just didn't have it wasn't as rich a childhood. Like maybe they just wanted to collect like model trains or something, like line yeah. of trains, but like
0: yes. <laughs> Like our grandpa
1: you, you know what I
0: mean? and stuff like that. And he, you know, you, there's people who were, they're nerding out and there's always nostalgia. It's always on that 30 year cycle or whatever. Okay. 40 years, you know, like uh, everything, like everything from, uh, <clears throat> marketing in, in movies and stuff like how Indiana Jones is like a movie that felt like, uh, you know, the old thirties and forties serials and different things like that. It's, just a, it's a whole thing always in this weird cycle um and yeah i don't know why why do i feel the need to have a a diet coke can (laughs) you know from 1986
1: the other piece why do i get it why do i understand it you know what i mean (laughs) like i get it i want a diet coke can now
2: (laughs) yeah but we're that we're that ebay generation right you know where it's like the old thrift stores you can go do some thrift stores and antique stores and find it but we're that ebay generation so with that internet combination, right? When we're, when the internet was coming up, everyone just started sharing all the information, all the images, so stuff that, you know, you may never have come across again in your entire life if you didn't hang on to your childhood stuff you could easily have access to as an adult because you find it on eBay or you see a photo of it on the internet and then you're able to track it down. It's a whole game for nostalgia, right? It's so much easier because we have detailed records of it. You know, you don't have to go buy a special book. You can just get online and go figure out everything you wanted to remember about your childhood that was in pop culture, and it's just right there to reconsume and like take you back to that place of like innocence and you know that that part of youth that you have that's just you don't have a care in the world, man. The world's great, everything is awesome, like now.
1: Right, right. <laughs> and then uh, these companies know it, like NECA and Super Seven, and I love it, man. Like if they come out with retro Star Wars figures, I buy all of them. You know, and that's what I was telling Jim Sweare. And I'm like, dude, I was like, there's something about that design. There's something about the the essence of it. I need, I don't care what the character is. Like I'm buying all of them, you know? Um, yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. Hopefully we can capture that with the comic. I'm, it's in the script. I'm hiding in like Easter egg among Easter egg. Like I just lay in bed at night and look at Pinterest or read articles and stuff like that. And I've been picking Levine's brain. Um just trying to understand like what was going on at Mirage at the time and what was going on in that time period. Who were the guys involved? Um, so that's like, man, that's just like a, an unbelievable resource. Um, so yeah, hopefully we're going to do, I know Eric, Eric did his job. It's it's my turn now. So I think everybody's going to enjoy it though. Big time. Yeah. I'm sure it's all about video games. The first issue. So.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. See like turtles is one of the things I haven't gone down collecting again on the toys. And it's just because I've got so much other stuff, I'm like, man, well, I don't even think I have room for a Turtles collection, but I don't know, now that I've got this old-school book coming out, I'm like, oh, man, am I going to have to finally bite the bullet and buy like the, at least the uh, original re-releases of the old Playmates yeah. figures? Because they got got yeah. right now, and I don't have any of those, and I was like, ah, kind of wait, let me let me see. Because that's, I don't, you know, that's a whole other storage case of display.
1: I, I, I mean, I like rotating my stuff, too. Um. I dove in a little bit on the NECA and I'm fighting it just because they're like, you know, they're 40, 50 a piece. And if I want to get some of the figures, I'm paying for them, you know? Um, but man, they're frigging gorgeous. Like, oh. I mean, they, they're, they're beautiful, dude. You know? yeah
2: You look at those movies. Like
1: Mikey right here with the spinning nunchucks and everything. Like it's, I mean, they're killing it over there.
2: Yeah. They've got that line under control over there, which is what scares me because it's so comprehensive. And I'm like, ah, if I do it, I just got to pick like the best four basic turtles Call today and just like stick to my guns on that.
1: Yeah, is that going to happen? <laughs> Why are you lying to yourself? I don't know. You know? Like-
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to show constraint here, but I also don't have room for it. So right, right. The space danger keeps you in control of your habits, <laughs> I guess. Because <laughs> I did finally just get a nice big display case, and I had it's mostly Ghostbusters now. I had a shelf for Jurassic Park, but then I started going through my Ghostbusters totes, and I was like damn, Jurassic Park's got to move somewhere else because I got way too much Ghostbusters. Just this whole thing's all Ghostbusters. Yeah. And then my Back to the Future
0: guys from NECA, man, they knocked that line out of the park too, and I'm like, I haven't even cracked those out of the box yet. I haven't opened any of mine either. (laughs) Same. Or any of my gremlins except the Santa Claus one that I put on the... Oh, yeah, well, that's... I've got my gremlins. And there's more gremlins I need to buy too. NECA's insane, man. Yeah, yeah, I mean... (laughs) And the Universal Monsters line. I'm still looking for the Wolfman. (laughs) Oh. it's just everything and the new
1: we we all have the same problem you know <laughs> same yep. problem
2: different locations right right so can you tell us anything about the basic premise of this or is it like a sequel series to the animated does it pick up where anything left off or is this kind of just inspired by that doing its own thing
1: no it, i don't think i can go into the details of the issues yet even though they should be coming out in preview soon um I don't know, so I don't want to, like, take that chance at the moment.
2: No, totally understand.
1: Um But it's definitely, it's episodic. So it doesn't, each issue is a standalone issue. So you could grab issue number two or issue number four, and it's not, you don't need them all together. Well, Ideally, you know, grab the whole thing, but.
0: That's really yeah. reminiscent of the series, though, how you'd pick Absolutely. Watch an episode of the cartoon series, and then, you know, you just be able to, like, There's there might be some ongoing things in there, too, but, like, not, like. Yeah, it's not like an anime.
2: That's amazing to hear, though, in comics right now, you know, because everything is so story-focused. And, like, just to be able to go pick up an issue off the shelf because you want to, I mean, that could be a game-changer again for comics because, like, that's how you get that's how you get new breeders invested, right? If you get into the middle of a story, it's not going to make sense. It's not always easy to go get those back issues. But if you can go pick up a, you know, and have that story in front of you to read, whether you buy it on a digital copy and you read it on your, you know, your phone or have it with you everywhere you go, which is awesome... But I still love that physical copy just for collectability.
0: Yeah, I've been trying to find... Uh, John Kaba has a couple of covers out right now, and I've been trying to locate those ones. The local comic shop did not have either one. So that's a bummer. Might have to get them online, but... That's what the internet's for. Exactly.
1: But I agree. Like, there's something to it that you miss. Man, like, how can you even think of another comic series that was like that, where it's just like, you could grab any issue like you, that's what does turn off fans is that they, they feel like it's too much for them to like jump in and start picking up a title. Um,
0: I, can, I can name one comic. I think that does. Okay. It. Uh, Marvel's Alf. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Al- <laughs> Alf was a one off series. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah the series, you could just pick up any issue of Alf. I have, I have like 10 of them.
1: Dude, I literally have an Elf issue right here. It's the Halloween issue,
2: that's so a, that's awesome. I <laughs> got an Elf with a on the cover of a TV guy that I've got like in a little, you know, bagged and boarded so it stays nice.
1: I got one of the Burger King toys over here, and then yeah, the comic is in a little stack I got right
0: there. One of the hand puppets. Yeah. Behind behind Nick's head, there's one of the Burger King puppets and the. Oh, uh, which one you got, dude? Well, I got that one's the one with the baseball, I think. The yeah. Up- yeah. A, the, i have the cook as well somewhere I,
1: that's what i have i have the cook yeah with the chef the, the cardboard plate or pan or whatever he's got oh yeah
0: yeah and i've got
2: the rock and roll one so i actually found a little uh you know little record that those came with too at a little record shop here and i, I bought that up and i only bought the one that i had you know because i had the one doll so i bought the record for it but they had all of them there
1: okay crazy I didn't know they came with I don't remember the records man. Not, that's nuts, like, dude. I saw that
2: like they all have like art that matches each corresponding hand doll and I was like, "What what is this? Like I don't remember this at all, but you know, like your parents probably took it and were like you don't have you don't have a record player." Yeah, there's <laughs> right. uh,
0: I have some of the Booyah baseball cards sitting there in front of the Zagnut too. Uh, that's awesome. Classic. I'm a big Alf nerd. Yeah. So <laughs> Turtles is
2: coming out, so we should be seeing the preview soon. Um And that's a fall, you said September release initially for Issue 1?
1: Yeah, Issue 1, should the game plan is September. I don't know when. Hopefully early, so it kind of sets it up for the TurtleCon, if that ends up playing out the way I hope it does. Um, And then, you know, monthly after that.
2: That'd be pretty awesome. And I know you've got those Easter eggs in there, man. Like, uh, How hard did you go with those Easter eggs? Because I was going through Uh, photos the other day, and I saw you know, like the Ninja Turtles birthday cake that I had. I have like photos of me open up like Ninja Turtles and Ghostbuster stuff for the same birthday, right? And I'm just like, oh man, this is a, this is a damn good year. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm digging deep. And then I'm, and like I said, I've been listening to whatever Levine says and like, you know, this might just be in conversation, but it, he might just throw something out there that I don't know about. And I'm just like, okay, that would be kind of cool. Um, there's also a group of just like super Ninja Turtle fans out there, and they're very, very big into this stuff. So I want them to be able to see it because um, I enjoy it. Dude, Dan does that all the time. Like he's always like throwing amazing, amazing stuff in there that uh, I-, I just think it enriches the book. So, yeah, I'm trying to layer it in there. I'm trying not to do my normal thing of just make it toys. So I'm trying to really like bounce all over the map. Um, the first issue is video game related. So, you know, keep an eye out.
2: There's a ton. Nice. See, that's excellent because, right, you know, in the movies, some of that stuff can be so in your face, it's almost like a turnoff. But in an artwork, it's fun because, like, you know, if it's an actual comic book and you're flipping through it, you know, you got to, like, look really close and, like, pay super close attention to it. Now, if you're reading digital, yeah, you can zoom in and check some of those things out a little bit. But that whole, like, where's Waldo of the awesome stuff in the background of an entire book, man, like, that gives that readability. You just got to go back to it again and again and always find the new stuff.
1: Um I'll say this. So on the Shredder's Revenge box art, have fun. Yeah. Cuz it's loaded and it also has hints at the IDW series that nobody knows I put in. Um and then with the comics, I'm, I'm I'm just making my life as horrible as possible. Like I'm putting in little like Ace Duck Easter eggs and stuff like that like that no one will ever see, but um like you said it's fun and then dude, you could technically read a comic in what? Like five minutes, 10 minutes, you know, you could zip through it in no time. So by doing that, I hope that it would have people come back and maybe look again and, and go look for those extra things and kind of revisit it, you know? Um, So yeah. And I love doing it. It's fun.
2: That's awesome. I just wonder how many kids now, like this is going to be their first exposure to these turtles in the comics forms. And so they're going to go and like, start to redraw these guys now like that old school style, or maybe revisit the old cartoon because you know, like we said, the Turtles have been ever-changing, right? So a lot of people are just nostalgic for what they were raised with. So anytime you're going to give somebody something new and it's, you know, got that throwback or it's got that feel to it, you know, hopefully that can uh, inspire some new artists to jump on board for that too.
1: Uh, yeah, that would be pretty cool, especially after spending a weekend with all the people that helped inspire us, you know what I mean? So it's kind of pay-it-forward type situation, Absolutely. if that's possible. I mean, that would be great, you know? Yeah. Cause I don't think, I don't think people, some of these guys, I don't think they know. Did y'all watch the monster squad documentary? I have not the seen. Wolfman's no. got nards. No. Um, okay. Uh, if y'all are monster squad fans, but they do, yeah. they didn't even know anybody cared about the movie until like 2006. And it's just like, I, I, I don't think uh, Jim Swearegen did. I don't think he understood. And yeah. it's just kind of wild, man. And that goes back to the internet thing.
0: Yeah, I was about to say the internet's fucking crazy like that. Like it, it... If you're the first person to upload of something about something that not a lot of people remember, but they don't remember until they see it, then you fucking win the internet.
2: Right, right, right. You automatically
0: become the hero. You're like, you're yeah. their savior. Like, ah, oh, you just brought me a happy memory back. Thank you. It's like, you probably follow Dinosaur Dracula.
1: And... Yeah, I'm not, dude, I got. It. Got a stack of dinosaur
0: dracula cards right here so yeah man I got there you go henderson <laughs> on top there i got i have that yeah, one yeah. <laughs> and i love that i got one too. of his uh his uh packages recently and i got some one of the you know a couple of those mcdonald's trans in <laughs> just hilarious shit I yeah love it and jumping on monster squad
2: yeah uh i recently bought the uh score because a couple of the songs in there like the uh like there's the two original songs they put in there and the rest is the score music and i was like man i want to find those songs i could only find crap versions on the internet so i ordered a copy of the soundtrack score on ebay no way it was like limited on cd to like a couple thousand and i got like i paid 15 bucks for it like shipped and i was like how the hell did someone flip this and not have any clue what it was or like how limited it was but i I listen to that all the time now man who's the composer uh, you
1: know, like, was it anybody notable or no? Because the score was badass, man.
2: Yeah, it's a good score, too, man, because it gets all those old school universal monster vibes to it as well.
1: Right, right. It was epic. Um, dude, yeah. no way. Oh, I'm going to buy it. <laughs> it's on because everybody knows rock until you drop and stuff like that, you know? Um,
2: yeah. And like, it's the only place I've got it. So having a clean, clean CD quality copy of that, you know, you're like, oh, man,
1: Bruce Broughton. That's what it is. Um, Another one that's like that that you wouldn't think is, is The Burbs. If you go listen to that score, it's friggin' phenomenal, man. We watched it the other night over here. Uh, It's unbelievable.
0: That's such a good movie.
1: Oh, it's it's, it's like a perfect film, you know? Like, it's arguably perfect.
0: I mean, (laughs) can we ever talk about anything that doesn't have Corey Feldman in it? (laughs) Yeah. Because Ninja Turtles. We were talked about Lost Boys, right? Or, talking about the Burbs. What's up? Uh, what's up next? Gremlins? We talked about Gremlins already. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, we did. Yeah, Didn't we talk talked Friday about yet. Friday the Thirteenth earlier, but that was before you got here. So I don't know. Oh. We're checking, the, going down the list. What's we next?
1: He played at my buddy's bar a few years ago, and we got to meet him afterwards. And he, dude, he was awesome, man. Like he was, he was super, super cool. Yeah, um, I,
0: can't, I can't wait. We're gonna meet him at uh, at this con, and we're, we're 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 like guests. They're gonna put us a uh, we got a free booth in the, uh, basically the celebrity area. So we'll be right up next with these guys. And um, I'm going to have uh, everybody sign my Lost Boys VHS. Did you lose it? No, it's right up here. Oh, okay. It's going to be signed <laughs> by all these fine people. Not all of these people. Keeper's not going to do it. Yeah.
2: Neither is Jamie. <laughs> so we're talking scores here. You know, we're just kind of covering everything, man. Because, you, you, you know, you're in the same same vibes we are. So when you're writing... If you could have anyone score a comic series or a book run or a character thing, who would you have score your your artwork if it went, like, to an animated feature?
1: Oh, man, that's tough. Um, like, I guess the no-brainer answer, like, you know what I'm going to say. I don't even want to say it. If I'm going to pick, like, a secondary person besides, like, a John Williams... um, Man, I really like... Uh, i don't want to pick like somebody obvious though i'm trying to think of somebody like random i don't want to pick like a hans zimmer or something easy well
0: right like <clears> it's Danny elfman obviously comes to mind and then to be honest what i was thinking of first was uh mark Mothersbaugh from devo yeah he just. Does... oh
1: man Jesus. okay so it, it, it can be other than a score like well, if he be... does
0: scores okay like um you know uh, life aquatic he did uh, the that last, was awesome score. He did the last Thor movie too. Yeah, and that Thor movie, like the electronic music he did for that,
2: man, I could just turn that on too and listen to the score because I geek yeah. out to scores too. Like I love me like punk rock and like indie music and crazy stuff, but music scores always fit right into the place too.
0: For sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, man, that uh, I'm like going through my stuff. I I I devour like music scores right now. Um, or always have. Yeah. Those are like my first tapes and CDs. You know what I mean. Ludwig Göransson has been killing it. Like his Creed score was awesome. The Mandalorian score was phenomenal. Oh um, yeah. yeah. He like, was Ender. the dude that did Transformers? Like he was. He's really awesome. Um,
0: I don't know off the top of my head.
1: Steve Jablonsky. Uh, that's his name. He did that, like Ender's Game stuff like that. He's rolling. There's there's a bunch of guys out there, and they're all like students of John Williams because they're always like sharing it on Instagram and stuff. If you follow them. Um, Man, what awesome question. I don't know. Let, let me think. Yeah, you can back think <laughs> that, that's, that's a tough one.
2: I just think, you know, because you kind of have that aspiration too. And have you ever pitched an animated series or anything? Or have you pretty much just stuck with traditional?
1: Wait, what do you mean? Have I ever pitched one?
2: Yeah, have you ever pitched a series to anybody? Or have you? I mean, I'm sure you've probably thought of your own or like adapting your own stuff, but
1: yeah, that was, um, when I did night stars, which we probably just going to change the time kids. Cause we're wondering if it's a branding thing. Um, that was the idea. It got optioned uh, for video and oh, okay. it was just one of those things where like a lot of things get optioned, not, not everything, but things get optioned. Um, I'm working on another one that was going to be a ghostbusters pitch. And then I reworked it and made it my own thing. And I'm kind of sitting here with that one now, and I'm just like, man, should I spend my time doing, like, comic versions of it or, like, a webcomic of it? Or should I just do a pitch Bible and start shopping it around? Um, I don't know. Like, what's the best use of my time? Because okay. comics just take time. They, you I, know? Got an idea.
2: I got an idea for that, but we'll talk offline on it. So Okay. When we we'll wrap up with this, because I think it's be good. Uh, yeah, I'm just curious, though, because, you know, as an artist, like, I consider myself... Um, somewhat of a renaissance man i know how to do a lot of things i just don't ex- i'm just not i'm average at a lot of things
0: you're not good at anything you just can do and function <laughs> with a lot of
2: i'm about average at a lot of things more so than if the. if you average draw
0: person. something i'd be able to tell it was a ninja turtle but i wouldn't know want which to one hang was? it up anywhere <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> No,
2: but we dabble in all that, you know, it's like we do podcasting, music, art, you know, we dabble in all that, screen printing, playing in bands, the whole thing, so it's like that same world of, like, that underground, like,
0: I was about to say, if we're going to pick anybody to do the score, it should be me, because, uh, yeah, well, you've, I've been
1: been enjoying them on Instagram, I've been enjoying the raps.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, He gets gets
0: wild with his stuff, man, like, he just doesn't, he doesn't let anything hold him back. genre-wise, like, that stuff's blown up on TikTok, too, It's, it's pretty funny, it's, you know, it's where our biggest audience is now just because of all that stuff. Really? Okay. Followers on TikTok. You should post drawing videos on there if you don't already. Oh, yeah, because you've done
2: some awesome, you know, draw-along videos, even just capturing those and showing it. Yeah, it's crazy. Actually, you might that's hit... what
1: everybody says, though. Everybody's like, TikTok's where it's at. They were like, that's where you have to be posting. Like, it's yeah.
2: Hit up Nickelodeon and see if you can do some little teasers showing up ahead of that book release this fall, man, because that would probably kill it over there. And they might Yeah, that
1: wouldn't be a bad call at all. Yeah, seriously. I know uh I know Limited Run and and .emo were supposed to be sharing it cuz they were asking about my social media. Um Yeah, man, that it's it's tricky. Yeah. You don't know what's going to hit. I'm always confused about that. Like what's going to hit? What do you do? What do you not do? And then sometimes I'm just like, man, just draw and do the work and you know, if it happens and it's a coin flip. If it if it happens, it happens. Um
2: So Man, you're you're checking off a serious resume here, though. So you've got Ghostbusters, you've done that. You've you're doing Ninja Turtles right now. You've got your own stuff. You've dabbled in so many other forums. Like, is there a? I guess is there like a nostalgia brand that you haven't done yet that you're dying to do?
0: Um, I
1: mean, I I want to get them all. I want to get as many as I can. I was able like G.I. Joe. He-Man still float. I don't know why DC has He-Man. I wish I wish IDW would grab it or somebody else had the license. Um I wouldn't mind touching that. Um Ninja Turtles is pretty freaking massive. Uh Batman would be big, especially if it was animated Batman, like so I don't know. That would be awesome if like Ninja Turtles this ninja turtles teamed up with batman like 92 batman animated series if that had i don't know you need to pitch that i'm putting it out there into the you know the ether yeah Uh,
2: i did have the other uh i think idw released it too Was the old batman ninja Turtles crossover and i like i grabbed a couple of the books from that series just because i was like oh man that's fascinating you know they're both kind of trained in the same arts so it's like
1: so (laughs) and that that was john samariva And he was doing at least the covers and maybe the interiors on that. And I've been looking up at his art because I just kind of want to see how he handled, how are you handling the transition from the animated style, bringing it to a comic book and then still like doing your own thing to it. Um, And man, he just masterfully did it. Like those covers and the, he, I mean, he's just such a friggin' awesome artist. Um, So that's like a big inspiration for this. Like, how do you not just like cookie cutter copy paste kind of thing how do you make it your own thing yeah make it Uh,
2: fresh but make it familiar yeah
1: right 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 like you don't want to go too far off the reservation you want to keep it there and I'm about I'm doing page eight tonight I got one more panel to do and I think I'm finally kind of feeling a lot more comfortable about it because when you start a comic book especially when you haven't been drawing it for for a long time it you know it's just like anything it's just like going into a basketball game or something like that you know the first quarter you're kind of feeling out what's going on and then you kind of get you catch a rhythm so I feel like I'm catching my rhythm now and I'm dude I'm just like pumping out pages so uh but he's a big inspiration and I'm kind of doing my best to not draw like that but just kind of hit that hit that sweet spot you know
2: absolutely makes a lot of sense so anything else you guys have before we wrap this one up nope nope um just stoked for you. Yeah, man, I'm stoked to get yeah. my hands on these. Yeah, we'll have to hit you up about getting some uh, artist signed copies or something of these cuz that'd be awesome. Oh yeah. Get that in there. Go nice. 100%. Go <laughs> close to the uh Ghostbusters print I got signed by at FanFest, so got to get another one.
0: Yeah, I'm eventually going to have to I I got a couple got an extreme Ghostbusters cover, I might need you to sign at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was a fun book too that was that was you know it's basically the same thing you're trying to make it look like the cartoon a little bit so yeah oh, yeah i love
0: extreme ghostbusters more than probably most people but i was born in 91 so that shit hits right
1: oh jesus dude i feel like a grandpa God, i feel like a boomer uh yeah <laughs> like uh, he, he's older. the baby
0: in
2: the family though i'm the old man
1: so. yeah <laughs> but it was it's underrated like people don't get i didn't watch it because i'm like i'm 81 so i'm kind of moving along at this point um and then I, I went back and watched it, and i was like dude this is rolling and yeah. kylie's still like my favorite character i don't like ghostbusters you know
2: yeah Same. yeah see I, I was i'm 84 so when this came out like i was still like trying to buy toys you know not necessarily to play with them or to start collecting them and i you know kinda mm-hmm. that a little bit and i remember my dad like throwing an absolute shit fit when i bought an egon figure when alec was buying some extreme ghostbusters figure he's like you're too old to just buy this shit what are you doing spending your money on this and i'm like whoa calm down he sees my toy collection. now he probably (laughs) want to throat punch me but
0: (laughs) he hasn't so (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i uh yeah i have a lot of the extreme ghostbusters stuff i have the pack i have eight well no i have 10 out of 12 of the figures and then uh i got the ecto almost complete they
1: got a guy he's called ghostbusters gear i don't know if y'all follow him he's on instagram he has a yeah, patreon um and i'm big into like 3d printing now and he does like all kinds of add on stuff for all this and he, he's doing like full-blown ghostbuster uh extreme ghostbusters like i don't know like vintage style proton packs hmm. it's so cool dude like he's killing it ghostbusters gear
2: isn't uh, he based out of omaha nebraska i think Pretty sure that's where
1: I, I don't know. I don't know where he's at, but like, I'm, I'll do it. I took a dude. It made me buy the friggin' y'all gonna lose it, but it made me buy the afterlife figures. Just to put vintage proton packs on them, like three D printed and stuff like that. Like he just okay. makes it. He's doing what Hasbro should have done. It's just I, I don't know. And you can extend the I, dude. I got like this massive setup down here, but you extend the old school firehouse. Like he's adding new play areas. Oh yeah, so that. cool, dude. That is awesome. So yeah.
2: That's excellent. Well, shout out the social medias here real quick so everyone can find you. Hopefully, if they're listening here, they should already be following you because they know you. But do it again for anyone that's new. We're at uh, it's just yeah.
1: t- Team Laddie, uh, L A T T I E.
2: Awesome. Definitely appreciate your time. We're excited for this to be coming out here in September. Maybe ballpark around there. Obviously, you know companies change dates, but ballpark right now. So get on there, follow that, and uh, make sure you subscribe and like, and do the same for all his stuff. And we will talk to you soon.